0: everybody, and welcome into episode 19 of the We Like the Pain podcast, a show about two of the saddest, most depleted teams in the NFL, and those would be the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm one of your hosts, Oscar Barkas.
1: And I'm your other host, Sam McFadden. Back again, and my man, we have a great episode today. We do, because we got a lot
0: of exciting news about our teams. We were a couple of the first eliminated from the playoffs, but uh, that means we get to make some noise in the offseason early on.
1: Oh yeah, give me a head coach, that's all I want.
0: (laughs) A head coach who is not Bill O'Brien.
1: Or urban meyer which i don't <laughs> think the jaguars would be stupid enough to rehire him. i think that's one thing i can assume
0: i think you can assume that i think that that is a fair assumption not a whole lot that you can mm-hmm. assume about jaguars making good decisions but
1: i feel confident in that one
0: yeah you should <clears throat> um yeah so we got a good show for you i think we should just go ahead and kick it off with our quick questions sam you want to start it off for us
1: yeah, yeah, I'll start. Mine's mine's for, mine's tailor made for you, Oscar. Uh oh. I have seen um, <clears throat> some things recently. Okay. People being a little more out there with their drafts, and um, people people get a little creative with the third pick overall in the, in the oh yeah in the draft. So my question to you is, who do you want the pick to be?
0: So, are we going to assume that the two defensive ends are gone?
1: Yes, we are. And and my other my the second part to this is, are you going to be upset when they pick Evan Neal? So that's I I
0: think that that's the direction that they are planning on going, and that is uh I won't be too upset. Man is a monster. There's a reason that he's being talked about in the top five picks. However, I think that the Texans. Have spent way too much capital <laughs> on our offensive line Maybe. for our offensive line to still be this bad. I don't think adding more assets is the way to go.
1: Who I like the what? Not to mention that left tackle isn't exactly the biggest need at the moment on that. No, offensive not even line. close. No, Laramie Tensow is is a man. Yeah, He's still very good. He
0: he missed like 10 games with an injury that was supposed to only cost him four. So part of me thinks that he and our upper management had a conversation about him being traded in the offseason. It's the only way that that would make sense to me. Right. Um, and if he does get traded, that would open things up for Evan Neal being drafted. However, those 10 games that Titus or that, that Laramie Tunsil missed Titus Howard came in and played phenomenally at left mm-hmm. tackle. Mm-hmm. So I do not think that that's the direction we should go with the pick. <clears throat> if I were making the decision, I think that I would go for Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame. Um stud, man a stud. we're most likely going to lose Justin Reed in free agency this year. Having another guy that is like a ball hawk can fill almost any role on our defense. We had Tyron Matthew play this role for a year. Um, I, I think Kyle Hamilton would slide in really nicely.
1: but Man, man definitely looks like a stud. That would be a sweet pick. High for his safety, but... Very high for a safety. You
0: know. But we saw <clears throat> Jamal Adams get drafted sixth a couple years ago,
1: and yeah. um,
0: I think Kyle Hamilton is a lot better of a prospect than Jamal Adams is.
1: I would agree with that.
0: Um, but we're a team with... <laughs> a lot of holes. So I, we could go a lot of different ways with this pick. Um, and Nick Casario during his closing press conference for the year said that he was open to the idea of trading down, which if that's the direction we go, I, I would be happy stockpiling some, some draft capital. So
1: that would not be a bad mood. I I would also like to say, I've also seen a couple of People get real crazy with it and uh, mock Evan Neal first overall to the Jaguars. And I would like to go on the record saying that I would be very upset if that was to happen.
0: Yeah, there's a clear number one, I think. A clear top two. After that, there are a lot of picks that could go back and forth. But I think those two defensive ends, uh, Thibodeau and Hutchinson, are pretty much
1: locks. I'm happy with either of them. I'm I'm fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend like I know which one is gonna be better. I'm cool with either one. Just put him on my team. Put him on the other side from Josh Allen. Let him work. Want to see it? Yeah, that's where
0: that's where I was uh, about halfway into the season, thinking mm-hmm. that we would end up with one of the first two picks. Very yeah. happy about it. Um, but it's okay. I think, <laughs> it, like I said, we we need talent all the way across the team. So I think,
1: right.
0: I think we could, uh, we could go a lot of ways with the pick and I would still be happy. My question for you goes into sort of what we're going to talk a lot about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the head coaching search, but really it's just a broader question. Is there anything that your team could do that would make you stop being a fan of them?
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Because, because, and I have two <clears throat> sort of leading incidents that that might cause this. First of all, you're a Cowboys fan. Cowboys just got knocked out of the playoffs. Yep, they did possibly <clears throat> one of the worst coach playoff games I've ever seen. Yep. And yet, Stephen Jones, the Cowboys executive vice president went on the radio immediately the next day and said, I'm confident that Mike McCarthy is our head coach next year. Jags-wise, if they were to hire Bill O'Brien, do either of those things come anywhere close to get you to stop being a fan of those teams? Um. No slash. Is there anything that could make you
1: uh, either of those things? Do they make me not close to being not a fan? No, unfortunately, they do not. Um, I think there's very little that could make me become that could make me give up on these teams. Um, I think maybe if the Jaguars were to trade Trevor Lawrence for very yeah. little, that could yeah. do it. That could do it. Um, but even then, I don't know if I'd give up on them. I, there's something <sighs> intoxicating about being being stuck with the underdog. Um, and you know i'm I'm riding with it for for better or worse, and I don't think they could do anything to make me give up on them at this point. Give me a couple years though just wait yeah. till we ruin Trevor Lawrence's career and then we'll come ask again. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that is the uh I don't know, the trials and tribulations of being a sports fan maybe. I
1: mean, yeah, and Oscar, this is a good question for you right back at you because I've heard you say before, not that this would not that you were thinking about giving up on the Texans. I've heard you say, "I'm done with the Texans." I've heard it come out of your mouth maybe more than once, um, and you are not. You are still with him. Um, so yeah. is, there yeah, anything, I, is there anything that could make you just actually be done? I don't know. I, I don't think I so. I think that if
0: we were to forgive Deshaun Watson and let him be our quarterback again, that Dude. would that would take a hit on my uh, fandom. Yes. But I okay. still... I still think that I would root for the team, man. I don't know. Yeah, because
1: like um, I don't know. The second they, they're good. You're telling me you wouldn't root for them. I mean, right,
0: right. And the team's better with Deshaun Watson playing. Right. Um. Yeah, but I did. I did go through either today or yesterday with with my roommate White, both our mutual friend, um, former host of the pod. Yeah, been been a host of the pod a couple times. He. <clears throat> He was sad about the Cowboys game, rightfully so. And uh, <laughs> he said, man, like, it's, it's like going through a breakup. Like, I'm so just emotionally drained from this team. And I said, yeah, it takes a little bit, but you get over it. And then your team trades away your best player for nothing. And then your other, like, your best player, team player of all time, decides to walk away in free agency. Yep. And then your quarterback <laughs> the decides Cowboys, he doesn't want to play for the team anymore.
1: The Cowboys is not like going through a breakup. The Cowboys is as if... is is like a horrible relationship where you continuously break up and get back together. Yeah. It's a very toxic relationship. Um, and it is one that I am stuck in, so...
0: Afflicted with, yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> at least and this is what I said to Wyatt. I said at least the Texans just sort of bottomed out. Like we lost in the worst way possible to the Chiefs in the playoffs like yep. 2 years ago today around this point. Um and since then of just every move just hurts less and less because I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> should be used to it at this point, I guess. <laughs>
1: Can't get worse. Yeah. That's a good yeah. way. Yeah.
0: On that note, let's uh, let's hit in head into some headlines. Uh, not too much to talk about. First of all, uh, most of the stuff I mentioned in a string of tweets uh, at Jags Texans Pod for those interested. Um, first, Georgia won the Natty. Big big news. I was uh, at a bar in Tuscaloosa when when Georgia beat. Alabama,
1: so mm-hmm. that was pretty fun. <laughs> um, I, and the, it was nice to see because fuck Alabama and like Georgia's been trying to win one for a while, but like it was just it was a bummer to see that SEC championship game because the the Bulldogs didn't look even close to what they did Not like, work season, yeah. So it was nice to see them bounce back, get the monkey off their back, and and just kind of. Just kind of roll, because they were the better team that entire night, um, and For I sure. personally very much enjoyed it. I watched it with uh, uh, with a couple Alabama fans, and it was a fun night.
0: Yeah, I uh, I was trying really hard not to smile when, uh, I forget what that <laughs> freshman linebacker picked it off, ran it all the way back, effectively ended the game.
1: Right, um... For those of you don't who don't know, Oscar has a embarrassing connection to the Crimson Tide.
0: I do date a current Alabama
1: student, and it is it's a problem, and we have given him <laughs> shit for it. Oh, um, plenty.
0: Uh, um, and the, you know the
1: only the
0: how do you say it? Like the, the only way that I make up for this is that I brought her to Kyle Field to watch. Alabama lose to mm-hmm. AM this year. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. So a little bit better there. Um but yeah, it was it was cool to see Georgia win. Um Kirby Smart finally broke his, you know, uh former Saban assistant, can't beat Saban. Jimbo was the first one to do that, but Kirby Smart was able to do it in the mm-hmm. national championship. It happened the, uh,
1: twice in one year. Crazy. Is Sabin done? What if he
0: just like walked away
1: this <laughs> He was like, hey, I got beat, man.
0: They figured me out. <laughs> yeah. You know, that would be absurd. That would be absurd. Uh, some more AM specific news. We won the recruiting national championship we signed the number one recruiting class of all time we'll see if it actually means anything yeah the next gotta
1: gotta play gotta play first <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but uh i'm i'm happy and then we also signed a defensive coordinator uh away from ole miss to fill our vacant spot so i'm i'm happy with the state of the program coming off a semi-disappointing season
1: it's it's a massive deal but like my i mean the biggest question is what the hell's going on over the qb position because we now have a loaded qb room and there's also not a problem not a problem there, they there's also been talk about um what's his name uh what's his name from oklahoma no. Have been, Caleb Williams. Been, yeah, I've been t-
0: not heard those rumors. I
1: have heard a couple of rumors that Caleb Williams has thought about transferring and thought about transferring to AM.
0: Well, yeah, he's in the transfer portal. Um, if he were to come to AM, we no longer have a quarterback controversy.
1: He is right.
0: He is our uh, guaranteed starter. However, having you said we've we've got a loaded quarterback room, I am so much happier with that than having this year being like shit Nick Starkle's out I guess we're starting Blake Bost.
1: Yep, I agree. I agree. It's just something to think about because we've gone through it as AM fans. Not with Jimbo so much, but as AM fans where we have this issue where we don't commit to a guy and we switch off him too fast. You've yeah. had Tyler that that's more anyone that was more of a Kevin Semlin thing. That but, was the Kevin Sumlin thing. Um, it is. It has been an issue. So just something to think about.
0: I think. I think Jimbo. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I I can give Jimbo the benefit of the doubt in that he's gonna find his guy and stick to him. I just hope that that is the best guy of the three, and and we'll see, because um, we've got Max Johnson tr- uh, transferred from LSU. Right. Um. Connor Wiegman, five star quarterback. Mm-hmm. Should I I think he should be the the favorite heading in. Um, and then Haynes King, our guy who started the year this year and then got injured. So I'm one of those three will be the starter next year.
1: I, I'm kind of thinking that Max Johnson's the favorite.
0: Really? Okay.
1: Yeah, just because like I mean, I get it, like. Both of them probably think they're going to start because they chose A&M. They wouldn't have chosen A&M if they didn't think they had a good chance to start. But, like, I don't know. Max Johnson had a pretty good deal going at LSU, and he did not look bad last year.
0: Yeah. And no, he chose okay. to
1: come to a I don't know. I,
0: I, <clears throat> I think that he left LSU because of the change in regime. I don't think we can link that to him coming here to start. However, he that's had fair. starting offers at other schools, so if that's what he wanted for sure, like I get that. But also, he didn't have a whole lot of other offers from places he might get to start where he could potentially win a national championship. So
1: that's fair. That's fair. High profile.
0: And his brother just signed his his younger brother. Uh, one is of, one our, of our uh,
1: one of our best commits too.
0: Yeah. So. I think I, I think it's gonna be an open competition, which is which is a good thing. May the best guy win. Um, I'm I'm excited for next year. Oh yeah, big time. And then AM basketball, we had a uh, semi disappointing loss to Kentucky last night. I was actually at the game. Um, we <clears throat> definitely deserved to lose the game. We played phenomenal defense, but shot like shit. So yep. I get why we lost. However, but we
1: could have won that game.
0: Oh, for sure. We, we definitely won. we we had the chance. Um, on a positive note, this is a lot better of a season than I thought it was going to be so far. We are fifteen and three, mm-hmm. um, which puts us like in position to potentially make the tournament, which is something that I did not think was in any way possible coming into the season.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I. Like, we look way, way better than than what I ever thought we were going to look like um, this season. I mean, if you watched Aggie basketball last season, it was...
0: Atrocious.
1: Hard to watch at times. Um, and I give credit to Buzz because we didn't recruit like crazy or anything like that. He just has made the team better. Um, no,
0: yeah, he he has emphasized defense and you can tell we were shutting down Kentucky's guards for most of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got our, our best player for sure is Henry Coleman. The third, he's our big center type player mm-hmm. um, and he's great, but around him, it's a lot of like scrappy guys, you know, drive to the rim, get rebounds we do not have much of an outside shot, and I think we are one of the worst teams in the entire NCAA in free throw percentage. So, which
1: is unacceptable. I mean, <laughs> that's the sign. That is the sign of a team who can't do any. Who's not going to go far in the tournament. If you cannot shoot at the line, you are not going to have extended success, and it's just, so that's alarming.
0: Yeah, um, I was laughing leaving the game because we shot 39% from the line, which is just like unheard of. Um, But my, and this applies to you also, my favorite college basketball team and my favorite professional basketball team are both like towards the bottom of the league in free throw percentage. And that explains a lot of losses. So. Uh Um, so yeah, exciting stuff. Like you said, we didn't recruit particularly well. We, we got some great transfer guys, which yeah. are some of our best players mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we were to play, uh, outplay our projections, if we were to even make the tournament, <clears throat> I think that that goes a long way in recruiting for next year. Uh, oh,
1: I, I agree. It's big time. So um. There's a lot of talent in basketball that comes out of Texas, and right now all that talent gets funneled into UT, and if we can start tapping into that market.
0: Yeah, there's no reason that Texas Tech should recruit better than we do in basketball out of Texas. I think Arkansas recruits better than we do out of Texas. Um, And this is now Buzz's third year, which is when you start seeing better recruiting um, periods. Right. So, upwards trajectory. I'm, I'm excited. Should I'm very we, excited. Uh, should we talk NFL now?
1: Yeah, I think we should get back into it. Alright. So we had
0: a lot of firings, including a surprise Texans firing, semi-surprise. Um, the Bears fired Matt Nagy, the Vikings fired Mike Zimmer, the Broncos fired Vic Fangio, the Giants fired Joe Judge. The Dolphins fired Brian Flores. And the Texans fired David Culley after a year. What are your thoughts?
1: I mean, the most surprising... Okay, no, I was about to say Culley, but the most surprising... For sure Flores. Brian
0: Flores. It's yeah.
1: absolutely Brian Flores. Yeah. Brian Flores is a good coach.
0: Very good. good I, I will get not into be upset. this later.
1: I, I would be happy if the Cowboys... We're like Mike McCarthy, you're out. Flores, you're in. Yeah, that would make me very happy. Um, for sure, I, I think he's really talented. I'm super surprised the Dolphins gave up on him. I mean,
0: apparently there was a huge power dynamic in the front office. Their their owner Stephen Ross and their general manager Chris Gain, I think is his name, sure. um, were on one side, and Flores was on the other. And it's just hilarious that Stephen Ross picked the general manager who has maybe the worst track record out of any general manager over the course of the last three years.
1: Yeah, but like I don't think Brian Flores has to worry, honestly. I think he will get another shot. Oh, for sure, 100%. recognize that he is, you know, and recognize how good he did there. How much a difference he made to that defense. That defense changed overnight when he got there. First season, they were great. Their um, first
0: season going into the season they were thought to be maybe the worst nfl team like ever yep talent wise like ever ever and they won five games
1: and they got rid of him that is shocking he will get another job for
0: sure removing that season he had like a very positive winning record he was 19 and uh like 16 or 15 which over the course of two years for like a Semi rookie head coach—that's phenomenal. I—we'll get into this later. I hope that he is the Texans' head coach next year. Um, but we'll yeah, shoot.
1: yeah. I mean, I—I I would listen. I, he's a guy who, with if the Jags were to show interest in him and hire him, I would not be upset. But. I think that, and we'll get into it later, but I think the Jags need an offensive-minded guy to, to yes, guide Trevor I might. agree. Um,
0: and they've recruited, they've interviewed mostly offensive guys. So that, right, that makes sense. Right. Um, I think Coley was the second most surprising, just because he would only been given a year, and the Texans, you know, we we probably performed to be expected, maybe a little better. Um, judging yeah. based on. The roster and starting a rookie quarterback for most of the year. The rest of the four, Nagy Zimmer, Fangio Judge, I think that pretty much everyone by the end of the season figured that those were out. Yeah, uh, the uh, door.
1: definitely. Nagy, for sure. Zimmer, The the second that the Vikings missed the playoffs, it was over here. There was too much talent on that Vikings team to miss the playoffs. Right, Um, it was unacceptable. And also, he's supposed to be this defensive guy, and their defense has stunk the last couple of years. So yeah, yeah, you know, it was about time for him to go. They weren't going to win under him. Vic Fangio. I mean, he he's good, and he should be the defensive coordinator somewhere. But did we ever believe that they were going to win a title under Vic Fangio?
0: No, especially not with them not even bringing in anything, assembling a starting quarterback right like under Zimmer it was uh Drew Locke and Brandon Allen and I can't even think of some of the guys that started and then Teddy for some of this year Uh, Brett Rippin Brett Rippin nice nice pull thanks thanks (laughs) oh oh check this check this guy uh Kendall Hinton Kendall right? Hinton you are right a wide receiver you the wide receiver the
1: that's a good pull um <clears throat> that's pretty impressive nice nice memory uh, so yeah so-
0: he, he was not given much of a chance however no. he i think had his run as a head coach and he's older i think he's gonna settle nicely into a defensive coordinator somewhere agreed, um, agreed. what if if the jags bring in an offensive guy he would be perfect to bring in for that defense.
1: Yeah, it'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Um, I'd say yes to that.
0: Fangio, Flores, and Coley removed the general managers for the teams that fired coaches were also let go. So Zimmer and Spielman were let go together. Gettleman and Judge and Pace and Nagy. So they, the Bears, Giants, and Vikings did full clean sweeps of their personnel.
1: Right. Um, which. which-
0: again to be expected
1: yeah need necessary yeah necessary yeah
0: and i'm just you know the <laughs> i don't care too much about the giants but the bears <laughs> and vikings have quite a bit of talent on those teams i really hope for the sake of those guys that they i mean i guess the vikings could do a full clean sweep like there is a chance that kirk cousins is not on that team anymore but agreed um if he is like that team could make the playoffs next year
1: Oh certainly they just got to get the right guy behind right right guy in the headset right guy behind the uh, in the huddle
0: Right and uh, and for the bears hits? for the bears Justin Fields like showed some flashes as a rookie if you bring in the right guy like that team could flip the switch almost overnight Yes Maybe not make the playoffs,
1: but. I mean, they could get close. Yeah. The offense was weird and disappointing, and like even Allen Robinson wasn't very good this year, and that whole thing was weird. That's called
0: the Matt Nagy
1: effect. Yeah, and I think it was the Matt Nagy effect. So if someone can come in and turn this puppy around, they could be dangerous next year for sure. I mean, how many games did the Bears win still? Six?
0: Five. Maybe six.
1: I mean,. Yeah, somewhere around there. So they they were. It's not like they were awful. They're they're you know playing pretty good, and their offense stunk. So if they can get someone into unlock Justin Fields, sky's the limit. Who
0: knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on. Our uh, divisional round matchups are set. AFC. We've got the Bengals and Titans versus the Chiefs and Bills. NFC. We've got the Packers and Niners. Or sorry, I said versus. Bengals versus Titans, Chiefs versus Bills, Mm -hmm. NFC, Packers versus Niners, Bucks versus Rams. What are your
1: thoughts? I, first of all, want to point out that, uh, one underdog one.
0: Yep. And that would be happened
1: to be the 49ers.
0: That's (laughs) the team playing the
1: Cowboys. Awesome. That's great. Fantastic. Um, Other than that, I'm... First of all, Chiefs-Bills, fireworks. Fireworks. Unfortunate unfortunate that it's not the AFC Championship, but I'm glad we're getting to see these teams play again in the playoffs. if
0: we wanted that to be in the AFC... If those teams wanted that to be the AFC Championship game, they should have beat the Titans. One of those two teams beats the Titans. That is not the AFC Championship game. Anyway, keep going.
1: Um, Bengals-Titans, certainly interesting. I mean... I guess I'm gonna go with the Titans in that matchup because they have Derrick Henry back and they've looked good even without him. But you know the Bengals are on fuego right now, so that's super fun. I that's don't think Spanish. there's a, I don't think there's a bad bad matchup in the group of them. And honestly, on the NFC side, I think the 49ers are the most dangerous team for the Packers. I
0: why. think so.
1: <laughs> so, I think so I think it just kind of has worked out, especially with the the. The skeleton's in the closet from uh, from two years ago um, when the 49ers knocked the Packers out of the NFC Championship. And yeah. I think the Packers are, are are upset that they have to play the 49ers right now. For so. sure.
0: No, 100%. They, if if the Niners had lost to the Cowboys, the Cowboys oh. would be playing the Bucks, and the Rams would be playing the Packers. And I think they would be much happier to play the Rams. Much happier playing the Rams. And that's crazy. I, when, when the Niners and Cowboys got matched up, uh, going back to Wyatt, he was upset. He was saying they're our worst matchup. And I said, I think the Niners are, like, everyone's worst matchup. Like, they're...
1: they just Yeah, I mean... And
0: yeah. I didn't include this in our news, but there's a chance Jimmy G doesn't play this week, and it's Trey Lance, and that will be even more exciting in terms of, like, what's the game plan?
1: I agree it'll be exciting in terms of that, uh, but I'm going to say this. If Jimmy G does not play, what I said just goes out the window.
0: Okay, you think that the The Packers are the heavy favorite?
1: The Packers are heavy favorites if Trey Lance is
0: playing. The line has already moved a couple points. I think it was, like, three and a half or four, and now it's six. So I think that there's, like, considerable thought that it's Trey Lance. Yeah. The one thing I will say about that is it's in Lambo, like it's not like these teams are gonna be throwing the ball a whole lot anyway. I mean,
1: Oscar, it was two degrees in Buffalo. And Josh Allen threw the ball all over the place.
0: Yeah, he had like the best playoff performance ever. Yeah, um, so
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't say right. anything. And Aaron Rodgers will not go down without throwing the ball.
0: For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I I think you're right. I think that the, the Niners are a lot more likely to win the game with Jimmy G, but it throws a wrench into the whole, like, Kyle Shanahan can now do whatever he wants, game plan, and the Packers are like, what the hell do we even, like, prepare to play? Agreed. Agreed. Um, going back to the Bengals and Titans really quick, and then we could move on. I'm sort of rooting for the Titans as an AFC <clears throat> South guy, um, not just because the Texans and Jags bo- both beat them, so watching them go further just means we're good teams, I guess. Yep. Um, but also just like uh, the Titans, you know, the AFC South has not had a whole lot of <laughs> representation in championship games. No. Um, so that'll be good. But talk about a difference in, like, Offensive mindset between those two teams like the Bengals are almost all air yards and the Titans mm-hmm. are put the ball on the ground. So,
1: yeah, I I'm, I'm ready for that one. I, I doubted the Bengals against the uh, Raiders and now I'm done. I'm done doubting the Bengals and I'm, uh, I'm all aboard. I'm ready. I'm ready to be on that train. So I'm I'm, I'm ready for the Bengals. AFC championship run with Joe Burrow behind the, uh, uh, leading the charge. I'm ready for it. God, that would be crazy. I mean, they were... I can't bet against that guy.
0: They were the worst team in the league two years ago. Yep. They they got the number one overall pick two years ago, Mm -hmm. and, uh... That just makes me a little excited about the Texans and Jags. <laughs> we can have a quick turnaround
1: if it we could have happen. the right, I mean, right heck, pieces in place. The Bengals, the Bengals weren't weren't very good last season, and that has, I mean, Burrow, well,
0: but Joe Burrow missed a
1: lot of it. Right, but even when Joe Burrow played, they weren't that good last season. They yeah. made a huge leap, um, so it's it's possible. That's the sort of stuff that gives me hope.
0: I have a zero doubt for that team. More it's just excitement for the future because like even if they lose now like they're playing with house money. They are so excited to be in the second round of the playoffs. They hadn't made the playoffs. They hadn't won a playoff game in like 31 years or something. Mm-hmm. Um so they're they're playing with house money. And from now on, like free agents are going to want to start going to Cincinnati, playing with Joe Burrow. Like, yep, Joe Burrow is one of the coolest guys in America right now. And uh, that that Bengals team, the the days of the Steelers leading that AFC North are
1: maybe over. It's over, dude. I know it, it does depend on who they get as a quarterback going to next season, which is a can of worms we could talk about. Um, but. You know, I would be—I don't think the Steelers are getting Aaron Rodgers. That would be—I mean, that's just gross to think about, seeing Aaron (laughs) Rodgers in a Steelers. It's
0: gross to think about him in almost any other team's uniform, just because it's
1: like— Yeah, agreed. He's one of those guys where— Maybe the Niners. We
0: talked about the Niners last week, Uh, but yeah, you're right. It depends on if the Steelers get a big name quarterback, but I still think like the Bengals are probably favored to win that division next year. Um, and what a like maybe Ravens,
1: maybe Ravens uh, when they get all their guys back. Put uh, put Russ on the Steelers. Ooh. Okay. Now you're talking. I, I think it'd be close because the Steelers' defense is still so good. So good. It's fantastic. And they have good...
0: Great weapons.
1: They have good weapons, too. It and really, their
0: offensive line looked better throughout the year. Really They'll the, add to that this offseason.
1: The odd man out was Finn, so, you know... Even he knew it
0: by the end of the season when he was like... <laughs> I mean,
1: what did he say going into the playoff game? He's like, "Yeah, we're the worst team. We're just trying to have some fun and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. like, we know we're gonna lose." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: you're right. You're right. But crazy, like what a what a cool thing to say about the Bengals. That's that's oh, basically yeah. all I wanted to say. And to wrap things up, tie things up with a bow. I think the only team left that I like am actively not wanting to win the Super Bowl is probably the Packers.
1: Um, I don't want the Packers to win. I don't want the Bucks. I mean, to you're win.
0: a Cowboys fan. You probably don't want the Niners to go further.
1: I would rather not the Nin. I, I, I listen. I'm rooting for the Niners in this game for sure. I just don't want them to win the title either. If like, I'm rooting for the Rams out of the NFC, okay. And, and I'm and I I'm would rooting love for to see Sean win a title. And I'm rooting for. Anyone who's not the Chiefs out of the out of the AFC side, of I
0: don't. Me. I keep going back and forth. I was like, going back to White again. I was talking to him. I keep going back and forth about like, do I want the Chiefs dynasty to happen? Because if I want it to happen, they've got to win the championship like this year or next year for it, it to be considered a dynasty. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of me is like, hell yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. Like, what's not to like? But a lot of me is also like, nah, fuck them. They already won one. Like, let's
1: move I'm on. A, to I'm anti. Stuff. I'm anti dynasty when it's not my team. Okay, that's fair. Anti dynasty. It's
0: cool though to like watch like one of the like. Now we're sitting at the back of Aaron Rodgers' career, being like, man, it is a shame that dude did not win more than one championship.
1: Yeah, well, he should have won more. His fault.
0: I think it's Mike McCarthy's fault.
1: Uh, Maybe. Maybe.
0: Okay, last question before we get into Texans-Jag specifics. Yeah. Who is the MVP? It's
1: Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I think
0: so, too. I think so, too. Um, Brady sort of tailed off towards the end of the season, and Aaron Rodgers just kept chugging along.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. It is a weak MVP season. So weak. It's so weak. It sucks, but um, he's been the best player. He's been the best quarter. He's been the best quarterback, and I mean, we're done pretending like anyone other than a quarterback is going to win this.
0: Personally, I think that if Cooper Cup had broken the record, there would be a little bit of talk. Sure. I he did not break the record, which was so disappointing. Like the the Rams all they had to do was throw him one eighteen yard pass in overtime and I think Stafford threw an interception that ended the game. Yeah.
1: So I, I agree there would have been talk. I there's no way they would have given it to him.
0: Well, yeah, that's fair. It's it's always a quarterback award.
1: hmm Yeah, which sucks, but yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be Rodgers. he's gonna win another one. And do I like it? No, I do not. But <laughs> That's how the world works. It is how the world works.
0: And I saw someone say this. If Aaron Rodgers wins back-to-back MVPs and takes the Packers to the the NFC Championship in two straight years, the Jordan Love pick was probably worth it because he's doing all of this out of spite.
1: (laughs) I... (laughs) Uh, agreed. I'll agree with that. That's, that's hilarious. I I didn't even think about that.
0: Um, yeah, sure. It sucks. Like Jordan Love's not very good. Uh, they burned a first round pick, but they burned a first round pick for Aaron Rodgers to be like the best football player in the world for like two straight seasons. For a while.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I'd say they, I'd say they're pretty happy about it.
0: Yep. All right. Moving on things, uh, things, I guess we can be happy. I was going to say, moving on to some less happy things but i i think we can be happy about the current state about of the texans and
1: jags it's always nice it's weird as a as a jags fan it seems to me that i'm always happier when we're not playing (laughs) uh i don't i don't know why i don't know why that would be but that seems (laughs) to be the case
0: just a little stress off out of your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Something like that.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about the Jags first,
1: since uh, we're on that? Yeah, team? yeah. We can go to the Jags first. I. First of all, it's fucking hilarious that we beat the Colts. So awesome. So fucking bad about themselves. Carson, Wins Fuck can, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. <laughs> um, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs if so they can't beat the fucking Jags.
0: All of these people were online saying Carson Wentz hasn't thrown a pick in a a road game this year. 0-8. He's eight games in. Only quarterback ever to do that. Now he's playing the Jags. He's going to be the only quarterback ever through an entire season.
1: He threw two against the Jaguars. Yup. And uh, yes, he can eat it. Jaguars Mm. are the best. Um, We still have the number one pick, which is awesome. Two years in a row, baby. Let's go. Uh, And then, as far as like what 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 I want moving forward, um, I like a lot of the I like a lot of the coaches that we've expe- expressed interest in. I really do. Some not so much. Doug Peterson, Bill O'Brien, um, but a lot of these coaches, I, I'm I'm happy that they're read the full list. I want to hear out. it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Byron Leftwich, Doug Peterson, Jim Caldwell, Todd Bowles, Matt Eberflus, Nathaniel Hackett, Kellen Moore, Bill O'Brien. And we have expressed interest in Dan Quinn. Um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty talented list. And like I said earlier, I would rather just get an h- offensive guy that can that can bring Trevor Lawrence to where to to his best. Um, so like again, so, a guy like Dan Quinn and stuff like that, I'm not that excited about. Of
0: the of the people you named, the offensive guys are Leftwich, Peterson, Caldwell, Hackett. Moore and Bill O'Brien right um well I think we should just go ahead and cross Doug Peterson and Bill O'Brien off though hopefully
1: yes (laughs) Uh, yeah I, I mean I'd be fine I'd be fine with Byron Leftwich um Kellen Moore I wanted um but he also let that stuff happen to the Cowboys at the end of the game which I don't understand um so that hit in my book but still he's a quarterback he's good he's good at building an offense he would be good for trevor lawrence he'd be a net positive i i'm happy with the rest of those offensive guys heck you know i wouldn't be you know overly bummed either if we ended up with a good defensive guy like a brian flores like you know todd bowles i know I know I usually say like they, I'm not excited about people who used to be head coaches and then we're good again as coordinators, but kind of like Todd Bulls.
0: Oh, I love Todd Bowls. Um, yeah, I think any any of those defensive guys Bowls, Everflues, or Dan Quinn, like or I, y'all haven't interviewed Brian Flores yet, but if you do, like his name shoots to the top. Any of those guys is a great hire. I think you're right though, like pairing one of the, like, young offensive genius type guys. Hell, Byron Lefwich is not that young, but one of those guys that can be paired with Trevor Lawrence for hopefully a long time
1: mm-hmm. And that would like, make a lot of sense. Make no mistake, guys, this is the biggest decision of the Jaguars offseason.
0: Oh, and absolutely.
1: The number one pick... That should be easy. The rest of our draft, you know, is whatever. Picking a head coach here, this is a big decision.
0: This probably makes or breaks Trevor Lawrence's Jags career.
1: Oh, I agree. I yeah. agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, but yeah, so that, that's where I want. That's the biggest thing right now. I'm looking for. Hopefully, we hire someone um, here before too long. Um, I want to be excited about it. I want to go through the entire offseason season excited about it. Um, as far as like other directions for the Jaguars, we need a lot of help in a lot of places. Yeah. So all I want to see is us take, in the draft, best player available.
0: Yeah, you know, no, that's, that's the way it. to go. When you're it, a bad team, you can I, afford to do that.
1: Yeah, and then in as far as free agency goes, I don't want to see any signings like the Joe Schobert signing. Oh, God. I don't want to see anything like that. That's the yeah. kind of thing. What are we doing signing when we're one of the worst teams in the league signing a middle linebacker who's slightly Old. above average?
0: And you signed him for like three years for significant money.
1: Stupid signing. So, none of that's. St- don't be idiots. I know it's hard. But that's the goal. <laughs>
0: It's easy to get distracted by a Joe Schobert, you know, yeah, star. Yeah.
1: Let's, so. um, let's talk about the Texans.
0: Texans. I guess I should, well, uh, let's give our quick thoughts about that game. Uh, the Titans were up 21-0 to at, at halftime, and it looked like everyone was just ready to go home and then Davis Mills kept came storming back baby he had Davis like, thrills he had like one of the best halves that i've seen a Texans quarterback have in quite some time and that includes last year with Deshaun Watson um he he killed it it was a really exciting game till the end we lost 28 to 25 i'm actually kind of glad we lost cuz it gave the t- Titans the one seed probably Enshrined Mike Vrabel as the coach of the year, right? Um, so and made it so that we <laughs> did not move further in the draft order. So all in all, really good, really good thing. I think that for this for way. sure um, locks in Davis Mills as our starter for next year. And we we saw Agreed. some exciting signs from Nico Collins and Brevin Jordan, um, who are. Rookie, I uh, skill position players.
1: I like Brevin. I'm a he's fan. He's good, man. I'm a fan. He's good. He's a good pick. Um, he's really he's good. talented.
0: I was, I was pissed that we drafted a tight end because we had mm-hmm. drafted a middle round tight end like in four straight drafts. This is the first one that I was like, all right, I see why we did it. Because mm-hmm. we drafted like Jordan Akins in the third round a couple years ago, and he was like 28 already.
1: Yeah, that one was questionable
0: so so i'm i'm happy with the end of the season gave the titans a little scare but also lost so perfect perfect best case scenario perfect way to encapsulate the uh, texan season um we have also started our interview process after firing david coley and i've seen a lot of discourse about the firing of david coley about how he was never given a fair chance about how it is unfortunate that Mike Tomlin is the only black head coach in the NFL now, mm-hmm. which completely agree with that sentiment. David Culley I am almost sure that he knew coming in that this was a one, maybe two year deal. He, he got his golden parachute of $20 million to come and t- coach an NFL team, which he would never have gotten to do based on his his track record as a, as a coach throughout his career. Um, and, and he had a great time. Like you watched any interview throughout the year. He was having a hell of a time. And,
1: uh, Oh, this is, this is an absolute win from David Coley's perspective. Um, even if maybe he wanted to be the coach next year, but he was not going to get this opportunity from a team that wasn't in the state that the Texans were in. And, yeah, all parties involved knew what this was. So.
0: Exactly. No, I, 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 sort of I have a very good feeling that he knew coming in that this was the situation, um, and I'm happy with him. He was he was at the Texans' fourth coach ever, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fourth head coach ever. So uh, non interim. So that's cool, and uh, it was. You know, a growing season, growing past a lot of prior better,
1: Better Texans head coach all time. David Coley, Bill O'Brien.
0: I mean, it's Bill O'Brien. We we made the playoffs a few times. Agreed, agreed. But I had a better time with David Coley because he didn't trade our all-pro receiver away for nothing. Uh, anyway, so we've started our interview process. Our first interview was Brian Flores immediately. I, I think I think that David Coley was fired specifically because Brian Flores was fired. Um,
1: that would because, not surprise me.
0: Because there were a lot of names that we've interviewed, but all of these guys were not head coaches this past year. So we could have hired them last year. Um, and I think that the Patriots connection with our general manager, um, the fact that Brian Flores is a successful head coach, yeah. um, and he could come in and shore up our defense. I think all those factors led to him being our top priority. Uh, we'll see how that goes. We also have interviewed former all pro receiver, uh, I think hall of famer Heinz Ward,
1: he, yeah, I believe he is a Hall of Famer.
0: Which was an interesting, uh, interesting interview. Joe Lombardi, the Chargers' offensive coordinator, also an interesting interview. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles' defensive coordinator, who I'm, if if he ends up being the guy, I I have heard a lot of good things about him, and he really coached the hell out of an Eagles defense this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another interesting interview in Josh McCown, who we also interviewed for this position last year.
1: Yeah, which <laughs> they inter- they brought him back for another one.
0: Yeah, which is yeah.
1: interesting.
0: That was news today. That broke a few hours ago.
1: Right. Uh, I mean, they don't not like him.
0: No. Apparently, he and Jack Easterby are like very good friends, and this is former, longtime quarterback journeyman quarterback josh mccown who i really see i like he seems to be a really good guy his only coaching experience is head coach of a high school i yeah i can't think that that's serious and then finally we've expressed (laughs) interest in gerard mayo and who is the pats linebackers coach and kevin o'connell who's the rams offensive coordinator
1: put um josh mccown in a different coaching position
0: first. Yeah, let's hire him as our quarterback's coach.
1: Yeah. Put him somewhere else in the in the in the hierarchy, and then if that goes well, then we can talk head coach, but Right. Right. Oh, it just seems like a bad idea to just toss someone like that into a head coaching position.
0: I think that you have to meet a certain number of interviews which would explain Josh McCown and Heinz Warden in particular. Yep. Um, Joe Lombardi, he's been an offensive coordinator for a long time, so I guess it makes sense that he's getting an interview. Right. Uh, I would, I would really prefer that he is not our head coach.
1: Really prefer. You know what that means, right? Uh, what? He's going to be the head coach. <laughs> hey,
0: that would mean that we have a Lombardi in the building, which has never been said before. Um, True. True. Is is the grandson of Vince Lombardi?
1: That um,
0: means... <laughs> that does not mean anything. I think of the guys we've interviewed slash have interest. My power ranking of people that I would like to be our head coach goes: Brian Flores, Kevin O'Connell, uh, Jonathan Gannon.
1: It's a pretty good power Yeah, Brian Flores is the is the bell of the ball right now. That for man, sure. That man is good at coaching. He will get a shot somewhere. It's just wherever he wants. Because I'm pretty sure most of, the, most of the teams that are without a head coach right now would love to have him.
0: Yeah, I sure. think he's been interviewed by every open position except for the Raiders and Jags so far. Right. Um, he's going to have a better offer than what the Texans can give.
1: I mean, if the Broncos want him. That's a exactly. good
0: defense. Broncos, Vikings. Yeah. Um, yeah. But defense he is has, the problem there. If
1: he can bring that defense up, that's a good team.
0: He has familiarity with our front office.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think would be given a lot of say. Which can't be said everywhere. Um,
1: <laughs> that's, my, that's my hope.
0: That's my hope for our hiring process. <laughs> But we'll see. We'll have lots more to talk about through the season. Do you think we uh, we could wrap here?
1: I think uh, I think we can. I think that's that's what we got. We'll be back uh, hopefully next week after the next round of playoff games. I I'm hoping I'm hoping 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 that we don't have to talk Packers. Yeah. Man, okay. Right here. Last thing we'll do. What what's the what's the dream scenario here for AFC and NFC t- title game? What do you want to see?
0: It's hard for me to pick Chiefs-Bills, because either one of those teams is super exciting, and that's probably who I want to see come out of the AFC. Uh, I know that you're a Chiefs-hater now, so I guess you want to see the Bills. (laughs) Um, The other side, probably the Titans, just for some AFC South representation. Okay. Plus, I know that the Bengals are going to continue being good. The Titans, who knows, with an aging roster. Um, And then NFC... Rams 49ers would be yep, cool. Yeah, it has to be. See them play each other for the third time this year?
1: I mean, it, it has to be Rams, Niners, Bills, Titans. It has to For be. you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm all in. Um, I Listen, I'm a Chiefs hater, but I hold nothing against them. If the Chiefs win, <laughs> it's fine. It's good to see them play. But, like, they got theirs. I'm rooting for Josh Allen and the Bills.
0: I'm rooting um, for Josh Allen. Like, if, if we came away in a couple weeks and said the Bills are our Super Bowl champions, I would be so happy.
1: Agreed. Agreed. All um, right.
0: And then one last thing. If it ends ends up being Tom Brady again, like, what what can I do besides throw my hands up in the air? Like, you did it again, you know?
1: Dude. I came I into these playoffs saying I I wasn't. Super into the Bucks. I stand by that. I don't think that they're, they'll be They're going to continue to win. You, you think so? I'm just, you know, I, I'm ready. I, I'm going to say the Rams are going to win, but I, I know that Tom Brady is going to make me look like a fool. He's done okay. it time All after right. time after time. Well,
0: uh, some stuff to look forward to in future episodes. Like Sam said, we'll talk about what our championship matchups look like next week mm. and then we'll also update on the coaching searches for our teams and then yep. maybe I was thinking we could uh start talking about potential free agent targets
1: that sounds like a plan to me my friend thank you guys so much for uh for tuning in th- to this special episode it's kind of weird mm-hmm. us talking about us not having a bunch of games to talk about um but I kind of like it I kind of oh, like I this season I love it post-season yeah yeah.
0: Um, so we'll All see you guys right. next week. Yeah, thank you to the listener for coming in and hating yourselves with us. See you next week.